Welcome to Bros Do MMA. This is your boy Ike. I'm here with Derek. We got Derek in the studio. AKA Too Greasy. But don't follow me on Instagram because I don't know y'all like that. UFC this weekend. It's Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Got a stacked card, man. Holy. We got Usman Masvidal. We got Zhang versus Nama Yunus. We got Shevchenko versus Andraj. We got Hall versus Weidman. And we got Smith versus Krupp. And that's just on the main card. You know, we got Oliveira and Brown on the uh, prelims. We got Dwight Grant. I like D- Dwight Grant, man. Uh, versus uh, Skulich. Robinson versus Allen. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm getting to the point where I don't know some of these names. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to see good fights, man. Yeah. Um, this does not look like a disappointing card. Eh, looks can be deceiving. This, is not, can be this deceiving. does not look like a disappointing card. There's going to be some fireworks. To be honest, I find that there's more excitement in the prelims or early prelims than sometimes the main cards. Because the main cards just carry the weight of the name. But like the, sometimes, but sometimes. the prelims and the early prelims, that's hunger. Yo. Those are the hungry ones. Yeah, I'm Those are hungry. like I, I need to win or shit. I gotta take out another loan, man. Yeah, I want to see Chaos Williams win again, bro. I love his phrase. I'm hungry. Oh, I'm hungry. He's <laughs> a big boy. <laughs> well, let's start with Anthony. let's start with the main card, man. Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Crute. Hmm. You know what? Smith has got the experience in this fight. I like Smith going into this fight. Crute's like a young up and comer guy, dangerous. But Smith, man, Smith has been in there with John Jones. He's been in there with Tashira. Remember the beating he took from Tashira? That was oof. So I want to ask you this. Do you think sometimes experience can be a not so much of a good thing in terms of uh, the damage taken? Wear and tear? Yeah, yeah. That, that can be a factor. you can be depending. like, oh, he has experience. It's like, yeah, his body's been broken down. It, it his can, last fight he got. Yeah, yeah, it can be it could be a factor. I think he won. I think he rebounded with a victory since that Tashira beat down. I'm, I'm not really I'm trying sure, for Anthony Smith, Smith yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he he had a fight after that and he he came back strong. But uh, yeah, it does. Was it against that, a nobody? Not a nobody. I think it was a it was a ranked fighter. Oh, because you can clearly remember that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember not watching that card because I think he was either the co-main or the main. And I just, I was like out of town or some shit. Just, I, I wasn't, I didn't watch it. But, um, yeah, to answer your question, yes, it can. Depending on your turnaround time for the fight and depending on your age. Mm. You, it could definitely there. be a factor. Like, you take somebody like Rory McDonald. He, was, he wasn't quite the same after his war with uh, Robbie Lawler. Like... Mm you could see, like, a decline. Like, he's still a badass. Don't get me wrong. Is he that Canadian guy? Yeah. Okay, I remember that. I remember that. But after that war, war with uh, um, Robbie Lawler, he wasn't quite the same fighter, you know? So that is a factor sometimes. And then you get fighters like, uh, you know, like uh, Korean Zombie who had that war with Yair, Yair Rodriguez, and then he bounced back. But I think he might be one of those anomalies because his name Korean Zombie his name just comes from taking damage and going forward he so. doesn't die yeah so that's why won't you die so that's, that's part of his pedigree I want to talk about somebody who is not known for doing that but does it you know he's one of those you know zombies ain't normal man zombies ain't normal yeah but uh Anthony Smith I like him going into this fight I think his experience will show I don't 
I like Jimmy Crew too, and he has a decent, yeah. solid chance of winning this fight. But I, I gotta go with Anthony on Yo, this one. Jimmy Crew looks like three other fighters that I always mix up. Uh, that Ian Hirsch, Hirsch guy. Okay. And then there's that other guy at a uh, 155 who fought recently and lost to um, I forgot his name, but he has that typical American look with a uh, meathead with a. Uh, oh, he lost to Habib's boy. I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I know what you're name. talking about. Yeah. I know exactly. But what you're they all look about. the same. I'm just like, wait, is this guy fighting again? Nah, he doesn't look like Jimmy Crew, the guy at 155. You're talking about? Maybe, maybe he's reminiscent. Reminiscent. At best, you know. at best he's reminiscent. You no, know, like they could be cousins, or their parents <laughs> could be cousins. Who knows? And then after that fight, we got the battle of the old men. We got Uriah Hall oh, geezers. versus Chris Weidman, two middleweight husbands. <laughs> Uncles at the barbecue trying to recapture the glory. Back in my day, I used to get all the hoodies. Oh man, I know you're right, house. I try to celebrate that victory, that knockout, that KO victory had over Anderson. I know he's not trying to celebrate that. Like you beat an old ass Anderson Silva, man. Wait, are you talking about Ryan Hall or Chris Weidman? You're right, Hall. Chris Weidman beat Anderson Silva like at his prime. I'll give, I'll give him. But was that even really a win, though? Anderson kind of gave it to him on a platter. But, yeah, you know, you he won right. the first round. To be fair, he out wrestled Anderson in the first round, mm. and then Anderson was fucking around and gave him his chin. But he was still in his prime. He was undefeated in the UFC prior to that point. So now, whether you give somebody your chin in or out of your prime, like you, you, you can't, you can't take sauce from that. <laughs> you can't. I do. Yeah, I do favor uh, Weidman in this fight, though. I like, favor Uriah Hall. Your favorite? I, I like Uriah Hall, but... I saw him in a movie not too it. long ago, and he was one of the bad guys, and he did pretty good in the movie. Yeah. Yes, it was choreographed, but I like seeing my niggas in Hollywood. <laughs> I like seeing niggas in Hollywood, or at least fighters getting other streams of income outside of fighting, especially once they start getting up there. Yeah, yeah. Unless, like, yo, the most cringe thing for me was seeing Tyrone Woodley get his balls bitten off in that one. Movie yeah. with T.I. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, why are you doing this, Tyrone, man? Uh, because, hmm, <laughs> get a fake raccoon to bite your balls off, or <laughs> get knocked the fuck out, or tapped out? Well, shit, he got both. Okay. He got both. Yeah, but one of them See, pays more. You know how stingy at least, is? At least in a movie, you can still project that tough guy image without, like, you know... He doesn't need to project that tough guy image. He's certified. I know he's certified, but still, like, come Five-time on, Five-time world champ, come on. Don't get your balls bitten off on camera, man. Have it's some, a movie. Have some pride. Have some pride in yourself. It wasn't bad enough that you were, like, a... It's pretty much like a glorified extra in that movie. Yeah. And then he gets his balls bitten off. Oh, it's a movie. And then he gets knocked out by Vincent Okay. <laughs> that wasn't a <the> movie. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, he needs a win, bro. He's got... <laughs> To be honest, he's got to hit Jake Paul up or something. Mm. Yeah, we'll talk about that a bit later, though. I do have some. That is on. a whole episode we covered, but if you want to get into that, uh, I, I don't want to give Jake Paul too much attention on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because he's going to make more money out of it. <laughs> At this point, Jake Paul put us on, bro. We're trying to make money on this podcast, B. <laughs> Jake Paul, feed us. <laughs> <laughs> We're hungry. <laughs> hungry. But, okay, but you're favoring um, Weidman in this, right? I'm favoring Weidman in this, yeah. Mm, I I want Uriah. To be honest, for me, I think you can go either way, but I want Uriah Hall because I'm always going to pick... I have a special place in my heart for strikers. You know, wrestlers, gay. <laughs> gay fucking nut huggers. 
You know, waiting it's, fights hey, with bigotry. It's, it's not crotch sniffing. It's octagon control. Octagon control, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Controlling your honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why you get 10 8 rounds. Yeah. Lie on top of you. What are you going to do about it? Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Oh, but uh, yeah. Now, now we're getting into the meat. We got Valentina versus Andrade. The other line is being fed. Yeah, yeah, Yo, pretty much. To be honest, Valentina, I don't see anybody beating her. I really don't. Cause even watching her sparring videos and stuff, mm-hmm. she's fast. She's quick. Her she's form quick. is flawless. Like her form is flawless. Like she is. She makes art. Dog, she literally moves like a video game character in yeah. terms of like if you had a control mm-hmm. and you did that like one move, she's always gonna execute it on point. One hundred percent. Like it, perfectly. Yeah, I don't know. at that point where they're just trying to find somebody to like feed her. Yeah. I don't think Andrade is gonna be able to get the job done. No. no. I don't I, I just I don't see how that's And going Valentina's to work. got jits too. She's got jujitsu and wrestling. Oh yeah, that's true. She's got really nice, like sort of uh, judo throws. Like yeah. she, she's got good trips. But I don't think you want to put on uh, Andrade on her back. I think Valentina's going to want to keep this standing. I think that's her strength in this fight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I don't see how Andrade is going to be able to even get close to getting her to being able to take Valentina down because mm. she's dangerous. She's in, she got, spitting back. Yeah, <laughs> she's dangerous in the clinch too. Yeah. Like, she's just a badass all the, around. I actually find her scary. Yeah, she's very scary. She's I think this scary. Is, this fight seems to be an open and shut case. You never really want to call these things too early, but it's very it's very hard to go against like, Valentina in this fight. She's just like a different weight class Nunes. Yeah, essentially. And uh, even her fighting Nunes, like, I don't think that would be like a fair fight because Nunes has such a huge size advantage. Yeah, they fought before. They, they fought twice before. Yeah. Valentina was lost on points both times. One of which was a disputed decision, though, if mm-hmm. I recall. But, uh, yeah, too but, dominant. But Just regardless, even that type of fight, like, <laughs> at that high level, yeah. weight counts. Yeah, exactly. Weight matters. Um, one fight I'm super excited for, almost even perhaps more so than the main event, is Waylay versus Rose. Oh. Bro, this fight's got fireworks written all over it. Yeah. This is, this is Ch- China versus the U.S., Damn, it's like World War Three. <laughs> Yo, Rocky Four all over again. Oh, no, no, sorry, that's Russia. My bad, my bad. Yeah, wrong communist regime. <laughs> this has got fireworks written all over it. I think there's going to be another war for you guys all are like way fighting late. over the rights of a new cell phone company. Right? <laughs> I want to spy on my citizens. No, I want to spy on your citizens. <laughs> <laughs> so who gets five G? <laughs> Battle for the five G network. <laughs> Oh man, I honestly I cannot pick a winner. I don't know who. I honestly I don't know who's gonna win this. All I know is it's gonna be a freaking crazy fight. Uh, yeah, cause you know what? Like, cause Whaley's one of those ones who like walks through and and Rose. She's like long for her um, weight class. Yeah. So she has that good in and out like brawling style. Yeah, yeah. So and she hits hard, man. Mm. She hits hard, but Whaley Whaley's kind of like Valentina, where her form is really good. Willie's form's really good. She's really good at doing, like, spinning shit, too. Really? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen her do it that much. Does she? Oh, yeah. Spinning, uh, she does that, like, spinning kick Valentina does. It's almost, like, identical. And then she does, like, some spinning elbow stuff, too. Okay. And she times it fairly well. That's how she freaking turned, uh, 
what's her face into a Klingon. <laughs> oh, uh, Joanna? Yeah. Jedic? Yeah. Well, she didn't actually hit her with anything spinning. She got her with like an overhand. Yeah, because that's that's a one fight I'm I'm recalling. I don't remember anything spinning from that one. Yeah, but um. But you said she does a, a spinning back kick. Yeah. Does she do it like Valentina, where like she doesn't fully extend it? Uh no, she fully extends. Uh, it's usually she usually throws hers to the body though. Yeah, because I know Valentina, she does hers like in the pocket though, so she doesn't really need to fully extend it. Yeah, but that I shit always lasts. Yeah, Valentina's so too slick with hers, man. You can only do that kind of shit when you weigh that much. Like, <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, this I'm sure there's some athletic freaks that can do like spinning shit in the pocket like that, but it's very rare. Like, what was the last time you saw like a dude at two hundred five do some spinning? I've seen Wonder Boy like do that, that shit. It, it, Wonder Boy is one seventy. That's even true. even John Jones when he does his spinning shit it's like within the clinch like mm-hmm. he'll come over with like the elbow yeah well yeah cause you always need something to distract him yeah. to get the hands up exactly and then boom what's up liver <laughs> having chopped liver for dinner yeah liver's nasty man super exciting fight uh, I think that's gonna be that's probably gonna be like one of the most exciting fights on the card. Mm. I think it may it may be more exciting than the main event. We may be in a situation where we had like with Weilei and uh, Jujacek, where it was them just going at it for five rounds, and then we got Izzy and Romero afterward. <laughs> nah, I don't think it's gonna be like that because these guys are actually like with the shits though. Like, yeah. Speaking yeah. speaking of Nigeria versus Cam or Nigeria versus Cuba. My apologies. I almost said Cameroon for some reason. Uh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Nigeria versus Cuba. You're waiting for AZ to go up and wait, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> Nigeria versus Cuba, the rematch. Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Number two. How do you see this one going? I don't know. I really don't know. Because the first fight... Um... Masvidal, that was six days notice, but he did pretty good for six days. He got dominated, he got dominated, but keep in mind, he's going against, like, Kamaru Usman. But on the same token, Kamaru only had six days and apparently had a broken nose going into that fight. Okay, okay, broken, okay, how many fighters, like, fight through a broken nose? Apparently Kamaru Usman. Yeah, I'm saying that's, like, become a norm. It's become a norm? I don't want to say it's a norm, though, but... How many fighters like break their nose during a fight and then keep on going and finish it off? Yeah, I actually this... watched a, a fight on one championship that was like that. Oh boy, got his nose broken and he still like chucked on. Yeah. During like... the fight, but apparently Kamaru got his nose broken before the fight. Mm. I know it's gonna be a good one because uh, I did hear Masvidal make a point. Like his last few fights haven't been with people who are known for striking, right? Like uh, Gilbert. Yeah. He's a jujitsu guy. Yeah. Kobe Covington, he's a wrestler, yeah. right? So he hasn't gone against somebody a who's pure striker. a pure striker. And on top of that, Masvidal, he's good on, on the ground too. Yeah, His grappling and uh, wrestling is on point. But uh, yeah, I think um, there are definitely some factors that you do have to take into account when you uh, see this fight. And I did mention this in a previous episode. Kamaru Usman... It's hard to go up against him in this fight. It's hard to go against him in this fight simply because he won the first fight and he's such a dominant wrestler. Yeah, he's dominant. Like, like as good as a striker Masvidal is, I mean, uh, once Kamaru Usman gets a hold of you, 
what are you really going to do about it, right? But the factors that could sway things in Masvidal's favor is the short turnaround time. Because we've never actually seen Kamaro fight like this quick in succession. That, that is also very true. Yeah, and... and and like, it feels like he just fought yesterday. Yeah, he fought Gilbert Burns not too long ago, and yeah. he took a lot of damage in that fight. Yeah, that, that's true. And on top of training with Gaethje, who hits like a freaking truck, truck, like how much damage is he actually taking? You want to fight Masvidal that can strike, that can strike very well, and you took a, you ate a lot of strikes. As boss as his performance was against Burns, he took some damage, yeah. especially in that first round. Yeah, that head kick. Yeah, <clears throat> he ate a head kick. He got dropped. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he took some damage, and then now he's fighting a short turnaround. And he's also injury-prone. Like, let's yeah. not forget that Kamaru is injury-prone. So That's why it's so weird to see him fight so close. Because yeah. a lot of times, his fights always get pushed back because he has of injuries. some type of injury. Yeah, but um, he believes he can do it. I, you know what? I want Kamaru Usman to win just because... I'm not going to lie. I, w- I wouldn't say I was a hater. I was a dissenter at the beginning. But when you look at his pedigree and his, like, resume... He has dominated. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> look, for real, you really can't talk Everybody. shit. Everybody. His closest... To put this in perspective, his closest fight ended in a stoppage win for him. Yeah. Kobe Covington was his closest fight, the closest fight he's ever had in the UFC, and he won by TKO. But take this in. Even if he loses this fight... He gets the rights to an automatic rematch. Yeah, it's a trilogy. A trilogy. It, a trilogy. it has trilogy. to be a rubber match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to lose. I don't think he's going to lose. I think maybe at very best it'll be close. Do you think he could, Do you think if he loses, it's going to be a split decision? Um, If he does lose, I don't know. Like It's hard, well, to, wait, it's hard to call it. Too. Yeah, it's hard to call it. Split decision, that's going to be... That's going to be a very tough word. I mm. think if Jorge wins, it'll have to be by stoppage. Because the uh, there's no way Jorge's going to outlast Kamaru. That is very true. Like, that's just not going to happen. The longer the fight goes, the worse off Jorge will be. Okay. And we're seeing... And, like, Kamaru, he's exercised some patience with his striking. Especially in that last fight, once he established his jab. Whew. That that, that jab is like a javelin. (laughs) You're making sense, but you've had some bad juju the past few weeks. I know, I've I've made some bad calls. You know what? I've made some bad calls. Tell our audience that Masvidal's going to (laughs) win. Never. I can't, man. I want Usman to win. Then do it. If you want Usman to win, then make the correct prediction so that way he wins, bro. (laughs) Nah, nah. Usman's going to win. Usman's going to win. You have to. Sometimes you just run into bad form. It'll wear off. Okay, well, you better hope Usman's in good form. Come Monday, yeah, you know what I'm saying, guys? I was wrong again, but, you know, we keep trying. We keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's very hard to go up against Usman in this fight. I think he's going to win. All right, so going down the main card, Usman versus uh, Masvidal. Who'd you have? Usman. All right. I also have Usman. Uh, Wei Lee versus Nama Yunus. I got to give it to Rose. You know what? Just to play devil's advocate, I'll put Wei Li. You know, the Chinese government is powerful, and <laughs> she might be fighting for her freedom. So I had to give it to Rose, man. She, she's a bit more dangerous. I don't think Wei Li is gonna be. Wei Li is. I gonna... won't be surprised if Rose wins, yeah. but just just to like add some little like chili powder to the soup, I'm gonna go with Wei Li. All right, all right, Valentina 
Valentina. It's all right. Valentina. Yeah, Valentina. That's, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm going with for the next card: Uriah Hall versus uh, Chris Weidman. I'm going with Weidman. my nigga <laughs> because Black History Month is every month for me. So yeah. I mean, you know, I'm black too, but gotta use logic, man. Logic says Chris. Mm, okay, okay. Uh, light heavyweight, Anthony Smith, Jimmy Crute. I like Jimmy Crute, but I think I think I'm gonna go with Anthony on this one. He's got more experience. I'm gonna go with the Australian Mike. <laughs> with dingoes and roos and koala bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Australian. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I can't fault you for that one. But now we're getting to some of the lesser no names. Ooh, yo, Alex, Alex Oliveira. Alex Oliveira is He's never the, uh, a dull moment with the him. Brazilian cowboy. Yeah, it's never a dull moment with Alex. He's so unpredictable, though, man. Like mm. sometimes he's measured, and like will have a methodical approach, and then sometimes he's just wild. That's the definition of a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, <man>. sometimes he's <laughs> just legit wild. cowboy. Man. Like I think his last fight, he was fairly measured and he won it by unanimous mm-hmm. and there was the fight I was watching when he fought Gunnar Nelson wreck <laughs> so wild wild fight crazy fight did, what, did he win that fight? oh no he lost Gunnar Nelson I think Gunnar Nelson uh, got him in the second round had him in mount caught him with a elbow just busted him up he was bleeding everywhere and then took his back choked him out so he- do you think he only becomes wild when he realizes that nothing else is working? So it's like, fuck it? No, he was wild from the jump. Like, he had Gunnar Nelson on the feet, but he just... He 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 channeled his inner Algermaine Sterling and was, like, way okay. too crazy. He didn't pace himself. All right, and then you have Randy Brown. He's Jamaican, you know, so... Uh, relocated Ashanti, so I might go <laughs> with him. But other than that, these guys, I don't know too much about them. Dwight Grant is somebody to keep your eye on. All right. Um, and, I like him. Okay, and he's facing Stefan Skulich. Skulich. Yeah, I like Dwight in that fight. Uh, Carl Robinson and Brent Allen. I'm gonna go with Rob- uh, I like Robinson, but Brendan's got a uh, he's got way more experience. Way more experience. Meaning way more brain damage. <laughs> way more CTE. <laughs> CTE. Well, he doesn't have too many losses. Only four losses, fifteen wins. Okay. So it's only one more loss than Carl has, okay. and way more wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's experience. Yeah, but still, those fifteen wins—that's still damage taken in those. Come <laughs> yeah, on. of course. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Stay tuned. Easy.